In middle school, I enjoyed playing on the uh, local soccer team. And as uh, any parent or anyone who's been on a middle school soccer team or any age soccer team, really, you know that parents tend to really get into it. Parents on the sidelines let to like let their voices be heard, you know, cheering on the kids, contesting certain calls of the referee. So uh, that was uh, my experience as a middle school soccer player. My dad was a great voice on the sideline. Appreciate it, Dad, for all the encouragement. Some voices on the sideline were uh, were a little bit more heated than others, though. So there was this one. Uh, it was a. a, a my friend's dad, right, he was on the sideline of most games, and he had this constant refrain. Anytime there was a call from the ref that was somehow against our team, you know, it would be the same refrain. Are you blind, ref? Are you blind? Clearly that was the offsides. Are you blind, right? We heard it over and over again, and it uh, got a little bit tedious, you know, a little, you kind of look away when he does it, you know, because it's every game, right? Well, uh, Mid-season comes around and we had this uh, yearly barbecue, mid-season barbecue, and uh, all the parents and the, student and the players and also the referees are invited. So this dad, as it turns out, got to talking with that referee, this dad who had been calling him blind all those games, and, uh, and, and just got to know him, you know, had a, had a, had a meal together and got to see um, who this person was, and that, well, it changed a lot for this dad. Uh, it, ironically, it turned out this referee was actually an optometrist, an eye doctor, so he had, he had, great, he had, great, he had great vision himself. But, uh, <laughs> that just, uh, but uh, this, uh, this conversation, just getting to know this man, these two men getting to know each other, that, that kind of took the wind out of the sails of this, uh, the dad on the sidelines and no longer would make those, those heated claims, right? Because he saw him as just a fellow human being, a guy doing his best here, trying to referee this middle school soccer game. Well, there's further irony here, too, is there not? Um, the irony, the further irony in this situation. Well, who, who was it, really? The dad was saying, the referee, are you blind? You know? But who was the blind one there? You know, it, it seems to me it's more likely that it was that dad on the sidelines who was temporarily blinded himself, blinded maybe by frustration of his kid's soccer team not doing well and not getting a good call, blinded by uh, some anger, maybe at a perceived injustice. Blinded by that anger, blinded by that frustration. That's the irony. And that it brought about um, a forgetfulness in him. You know, this dad, he forgot, to, he forgot to see that referee as doing the best he can, a fellow human being. He was blinded by that anger and forgot that his own words, his own actions, can, can really be harmful, can be harmful. I think all of us uh, can, can fall into this from time to time, being blinded by anger or frustration and forgetting that our words and actions can be harmful. We speak of blind rage at times. It always results in some sort of harm to ourselves or to others because that blindness is an inability to see things as they truly are. Blindness and inability to see things as they truly are, that is the gift that Jesus gives us, that offers you and me. In our spiritual blindness, he offers us the ability to see reality as it is, the world as it is, each other as we are, as sons and daughters of the Father, as beloved, as with the same dignity and value that I possess. Jesus helps us see reality as it is. Maybe we're not blinded by anger. Maybe that's not your Achilles heel, but you might be blinded from seeing another person as another person, as another beloved son of daughter of God. For me, it sometimes sneaks up when I'm driving. You know, it's, you don't see the person, you don't see the body, the face. You can just see this car cutting you off or this car not letting you in. And can, your heart can get hardened. It's hard. It's, it's 
creeps in. It creeps in, maybe because we don't see that person. It creeps in. We need the Lord's help. We need maybe a quick prayer before every time we get in the car to ask the Lord to give us that, those eyes to see another person for who they are and all the struggles. Maybe they're in a rush to get somewhere more important than me. We need the Lord to remind us that. It's too easy for our hearts to become hardened. Or maybe it's on the internet, those comm boxes or in social media. It's not a person in front of me, so it's so easily I can move to judgment. Lord, help us to see. See that these are human beings. These are persons that are beloved, just as I am beloved. We need our Lord to open our eyes from time to time, to show us reality. This gospel account we hear today of this Bartimaeus who is blind. For one thing, well, the author of this gospel is Mark, right? St. Mark. He is, well, he's two things. He's, he's a historian and, and recounting this scene. This truly happened, right, in history. So he's a historian recounting an event. But Mark is also a spiritual guide for us. He, is, he wrote this for, with the intention of having us enter into the scene, with the intention of having us put ourselves in the shoes of that Bartimaeus and seeing ourselves as blind in some way. And again, it is in some way that all of us have some spiritual blindness. All of us need Jesus. We need him to restore our vision. But without going into a detailed list of all the possible spiritual blindnesses, I think the most important, the most dangerous, is a blindness in our ability to see ourselves, to see our own need. The blindness to to seeing who I am in one who is dependent on my creator, one who is dependent on God, blind to the fact that I need the Lord. Blind to the fact that I depend on him for mercy, for grace, for forgiveness. Blind to the fact that I am, that we all are, spiritual beggars. Spiritual beggars. In my experience, it's a difficult lesson to learn. Perhaps because we so praise self-reliance and autonomy in so many other realms, it cannot be so in the spiritual life. We must remember how dependent we are on the Lord, and we are nothing without him, without his grace, and above all, without his forgiveness. Sometimes, in order to learn this, the Lord allows us to experience hardships, challenges, painful lessons, really. I'm thinking of the most famous example, perhaps, is uh, St. Ignatius, the founder of the Jesuits, right? When he was, uh, had his famous conversion after months and months of being bedridden, right? Suffering and, and recovering on that uh, bed of rest. Well, I was talking uh, with Father Ray recently, Father Ray Kemp, who, one of our beloved guest priests here at Mercy, who, as you know, has been bedridden himself for the last three or so months. Well, thanks be to God, he's finally on his feet again. He celebrated Mass for the first time the other day, the first time in months. Um, but he, as a, as a Jesuit himself and his founder being Ignatius, uh, you know, I was joking with him that over these uh, months of being bedridden, what spiritual insights are you going to provide us here at Mercy? We're all waiting with bated breath. You know, what ways has the Lord shown you during this time? Has he opened your eyes to show you some new insight, some new vision of the Lord's mercy? Well, he's excited to be back and to share that with us. So maybe next week. I think it might be next week. I know the following. He'll be back. Sometimes the Lord allows difficult situations like that to teach us this lesson. To hit rock bottom even. But obviously we don't want that. So how, how then can we learn this lesson that I depend on the Lord? without having to turn to such suffering? I think the answer is in the psalm today. The psalm that we sang, refrain after refrain today, was the Lord has done great things for us. Let that be our daily proclamation, our daily reminder to ourselves that the Lord truly has done amazing things. Reflect in detail 
what the Lord has done in your life, how he has forgiven you, how he has blessed you with your family, your friends, with your life, with your faith. In detail, we let our hearts be a constant refrain of thanksgiving to Jesus Christ for all the blessings he has given us. And that way we are, that message is reinforced, that lesson is reinforced, that we are spiritual beggars. Without him, we are nothing. All that we have is his gift. We depend on him. And so it is that we are these blind Bartimaeus. We relate to this blind Bartimaeus and that our blindness keeps us from the Lord, from each other, from seeing the needs of each other's seeing the needs of each other, and Jesus Christ is the one to give us spiritual vision.